Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. host adam ill thank y'all for tuning in right here to the og podcast i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do this every week i appreciate you andrew for coming through making it happen out here at hayes radio i got an amazing funny original guest he's a comedian a writer you've probably seen your favorite instagram page post repost one of her memes Rachel Wolfson, also known as Wolfie. Wolfie Memes is out here in the building. Hello. Yeah. I hi. Got, hi. Hi. I got a, a special co-host with us, too, because I know we're going to be covering Yo. a lot of, uh, of social media shit and marketing, because I know you are you have a background in marketing, Wolfie. Is that true? Yeah. What? You went to school for it? Oh, we about to, to get into this. Damn, yeah. you paid for it? Mm, what no. About, what <laughs> well, about you, Lane? Now. What about you, Lane? Did you go to school for marketing? I got a GED. <laughs> Lane Schmarin in the Bill Top Tree. We had cool, him on uh, last week with our, our boy Prebs of Bevel. Thanks for coming back. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Rachel, yeah, am I calling you Rachel or Wolfie? What Whatever you-, you want. I mean, like in the weed space, I'm more of Wolfie. Well, it's a crossover. Like some people call me Wolfie. Some people call me Rachel. It's like, it's a vibe. It's whatever All right, you feel. I'll see what I feel comfortable throughout the show. Yeah. But uh, before the show, you know, I was rolling up and you asked me, you're like, am I going to, are you going to share that? And I was like, uh, nah, it's fucking personal. What? <laughs> I know you do like, oh, the personal yeah, blunts. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, I'll get you one though. And then you had one. And then uh, Lane was sitting next to us and he had one and you're like, are you going to share that, Lane? And Lane's like, no, what? It's personal. Lane met me. You know that, right? Like yeah. Me and Lane hang out now, so. I, I learned. I heard Rihanna does that too. Yeah. Why would you pass? Do you share your beers when you go to the bar? No, I mm. totally get that, but I just like, I feel like part of like stoner culture has always been to like pass the joint, pass the blunt. Like That was when what, like we threw I know, five I get in that. on it. I get that. And it was I get a that. gram for like $20. Totally. Before but coronavirus. it's about the ritual for me. So it's like <laughs> I pass still, like I'll be in a circle with people and like someone who doesn't smoke weed will be in the circle and like just have it. I'll always just pass it to them like as like. You know what my just, ritual is? Uh, masturbating? What? I, <laughs> I think I don't think it's a ritual. I think that's, that's just a something. Yeah, self care. I think it's just something males and females do, and non-gender specific. Like whatever. Breathing. Do uh. Totally. But my ritual is I'll have mine and smoke it. So when I'm ready to hit it, I can hit it, and I'll have a pile of weed that anyone can smoke if they're ready to smoke. Right. So if you want to roll your own blunt, you can. Ooh, this tastes so bomb. What? what? Shout out to Loaded in the building. Wow. Making sure dip- we stay high. high. Yeah, we out here. So, Rachel. Hello. You are Hi. you you are a comedian. You've performed in many many stages. Many stages <laughs> across the country. Yes. You uh were on a lot of I I did some research me and my team and first of all, your parents are how do they feel about your cannabis consumption cuz they do uh legal work, right? Your mother's a judge and your father's she an attorney. She was 
my da- my mom was a judge. What? Um, yeah, she still is like works in does like legal work. Um, my dad's the district attorney of Vegas, and you're from Vegas originally. Born and raised. What? Too. Yeah. Um, and uh, they like for for like for the longest time they considered it. Uh, how do you call it? Self medicating. Cannabis. Yeah. So they were cool with it. No, like they were like they looked at it as like it was like I was a drug user. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this was before it was wreck and it was before legal. Before like the knowledge was out there for everyone to look. Well, up. just kind of like before the laws changed. And they're they probably... come from a legal perspective, and then okay. I think through education and through like the laws changing and just like normalizing it. Yeah, and like being a part of that. Um really kind of change their perspective on things. <laughs> but I did some research. Is this true? Like, your mother's not just, like, a judge in Vegas. She actually had the case with O.J. Simpson? Well, that case specifically happened in Las Vegas, the memorabilia case. Yeah. She was his judge for that case. Yeah, where he robbed the peak the His peak own collectors. memorabilia. Yeah. Do you have music it. playing during yeah, your yeah, podcast? Yeah, I got a little. For someone who has ADD and is a stoner, I'm like, is am I dreaming or no, what? It's good. I know. I saw that. Like, you uh, were, it says you were from a generation where they were just the medication generation. Food. Damn, are you a yeah. rapper? I feel like as a comedian, though, <laughs> like, it does make, like, I feel like sometimes I write lyrics to, like, some of the, like, that's why Roast Battle exists. I feel like sometimes, like, like Wild and Out and those type of style of shows, because, like, jokes do kind of hit a certain beat the way I feel like rap the, lyrics kind of hit that beat, The delivery. Too. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, I've always, I grew up in Vegas, like, listening to rap and hip-hop as a kid, because, um, I don't know, that's just, that was part of the so culture. So, as a kid, you thought you were going to be a rapper? I knew I was going to be a rapper, what? but, like, in the form of comedy. Okay. <laughs> the, a different writing. Yeah, a different a style of writing. It's performance art, spoken word, you know, and, like, yeah, the way I feel like listening to rap and in being able to enjoy that has helped me with my writing. What? So thank you to the culture. Thank you, culture. So you're in Vegas. Here you yeah. are, a, little, a Jewish girl living in Vegas. Your parents are judges. Are you going? How was you a student? Were you a good student? Were you in a private school? I'm sure. Uh, I did go to a religious school growing up. What? Um, Are you went, still religious? No. <laughs> I mean, herb is is the word, but yeah, no. I um, I went to yeah, I went to a religious school, and I was like an okay student. I had a hard time paying attention. You know, like I had ADHD, um, and like we were talking about, I'm part of that generation that. Uh, you know, as soon as like for girls, I feel like it's kind of unexpected to for us to sit still and be talkative and disruptive. It's almost like expected for guys to play that role. Like if you're a girl, it's like, oh, she's a tr- she's a trouble kid. So like I got kind of roped into like, you know, taking Adderall and Ritalin and like from a very young age. What, how, what's young? Five. What? Why would you give any five-year-old that type of medication? But but we were, like, that's, like, what we were, like, I still can't believe that we had cigarette ads in newspapers and, like, with all the information we have now. It's just a knowledge thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, and now they're giving kids, like, as young as that age, you know, CBD and, like, tinctures and, like, the approach is so much different and, like, how cool and lucky these kids have access to that and, like, we're a part of this movement to like hey. for this upcoming youth and generation to get it right and like 
you know, kind of like rethink the way we do things. So, yeah, um, I'm very, you know, like I, I come from a privileged background. My parents worked very hard to get to where they are to provide like a nice life for us. Um, you know, but that comes at a price in certain ways or whatever. But, you know, like <laughs> I'm grateful and, uh, you know, you turn your your trauma or your pain into, you know, art. And that's probably how you probably got a lot of your jokes, a lot of material growing up. Yeah. Uh, you said you were in school for a little bit and then you went to a new school. Um, yeah, I well, when I was 17, I got sent to a lockdown in Utah. Sheesh. Yeah. So half the kids there, like some of them were court ordered. Some of, uh, you know, their parents just like didn't know what to do with them. And my parents like felt that w that was best for me at the time. This is before I smoked weed. Like I was on a lot of different medication. It really fucked with me. Um, so, yeah, I had like. You know, I came from, you know, uh, uh, like, uh, I guess a, a family that felt that they were doing what was best, what people might consider on the outside a loving family. But like on the inside, there's a lot of shit going down that I think a lot of people can relate to from, you know, our youth and, and going through that experience of like being misunderstood. You yeah. Know? So um, everyone has a story and a background and like that's just kind of like cannabis has led me to um you know like a different life and a different way of approaching things so different perspective i was talking yeah. a little bit about that before the show with chucky over here about uh the, there's two <laughs> things that are guaranteed in life you're born and then you die and then that road in the middle and taxes <laughs> death and taxes yeah and then uh, everything in the middle is what you make of it it's just mm -hmm. you know just like driving from point a to point b there's gonna be detours there's speed bumps there's wrong turns there's other yeah. stupid drivers in the way and it's just but, dealing with the cars that you're you're dealt, you know, everyone's dealt a different hand. When did you start smoking weed? Because if you started medicating that young, mm -hmm. when did, when was cannabis introduced to you? Well, the first time I smoked weed, I was in high school through an apple, and I didn't get high. But the first time I got high, I was 19. I was in college in Vermont, and, like, an ex-boyfriend of mine took me for a blunt ride. And um, Your first hit was out of a blunt? Yeah. Like, Next, the first time I got high apple, yeah. after the apple. Yeah, the blunt would get um, you there. The first time I got high was with a blunt, and I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Like, I saw life in a different way, through a different lens, really. And from there, were you like, this is it? Well, I've, it was more like, it was like, okay, like, I, it was everything. It was like the, the highs and the lows. Like, it was like, this is amazing, yet there was the shame that came with, you know, loving something that my parents told me if I tried, I would die. You know, like they really did the scare <laughs> tactics on me, and reefer madness. Reefer madness, and this is part of, and this is like ex exactly like right before like the internet came around, so I didn't really have access to the information, and like I only knew from like the people I was surrounded by, and like a lot of them were idiots. So like, you know, but like I was around a lot of cool people who smoked weed, and like every it seemed like everyone I knew smoked weed. Yeah. So and everyone always wanted to get me high. Um, but I was like, I'm high on life. And then like, I grew up <laughs> and <then> you realized <laughs> reality set in and I was like, I'm going to need some weed to get to, you know, get, get through this ride of life. So when did you, uh, transition from Vegas to California? Uh, well, I kind of like went around the country. I went to school on the East coast. I went to college. You're like the weather sucks here. <laughs> well, like after, uh, high school, when I got sent to lockdown in Utah, um, I went to college on the other side of the country in Vermont, literally the opposite of right. where I came right. from and like the experience I just had for 13 months in a lockdown facility in Provo, Utah, where, um, and, and then I went to the other side of the country in Vermont where like, 
um, I'm around hippies who smoke weed all day and like, you know, grow their own weed and like it's a different culture. And that's really where that's where I tried weed first. And that's where you're like, yes, this is it. But this weather sucks. Uh, but honestly, in the <laughs> summer and the spring, it's so beautiful, even in the fall, too. So it's like a, it was a really nice place to to get high outside and, and get to know the plant on um, in such a beautiful place. Yeah, because so. it's a lot different now. The cannabis Culture, well, the culture industry. is so different. I feel like I got the tail end of what it kind of was a baby taste of like what the stories I hear. Um, I was at the very, very tail tail end of that. Like yeah. I started working in a, I, like I worked in a dispensary before it became um, rec here. Like I was working Prop in two fifteen. Yeah. So and I got to go to the dispensaries where they had the dab bars in the back and yeah. like the, you know you and can like smoke weed in the shops. Yeah, and like the and hey. the and the different cannabis events and like you know and and the thing like it was just such a different. Um, yeah. And like there was a culture, there was an industry, there was an underground. Um, you know, it's like, still kind of there, but now it it's just exist, real trappy. But there's like money. Yeah, there, it's either, it's either there's money behind it or it's very trappy. Yeah. Unless um, you're like in the super like glass game or like super high end rosin hash game, and it's like a different culture. But that general stoner community has changed a lot. True. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is um, we're just getting more people a part of it new people Everyone it's like out, it's yeah. like people it's like you Col- know when you get older in high school or yeah you get you know there's a new generation that comes in and you're like what the fuck do they know they're fresh meat they just got here it's like yeah. they don't know anything we've been here for years you know or you we guys have to have. build our, our palette we have to discover what we like it wasn't about branding and packaging even though i love that shit but it's just like the quality that yeah was in i the mean weed. and then it was like also with comedy it's different too because like <laughs> i started creating content when i got on instagram like there was like the memes that you had made or seen but it was like as you know very redundant very like you know, kind of low res, just like basic memes. And like, I really got in at a time in creating content when like, it was still kind of taboo to create weed content. Like people didn't post pictures of themselves smoking weed. You could still get fired. Not even that, (laughs) get fired. Your family would, um, your Uh, family would like disown you. Like people would talk like that. All that shit. I would talk like that, but no. You're a loser, you get high. Yeah, like exactly. Like there are people that still openly (laughs) said, like you're a loser. I'm like that's not even a thing. Like look at Michael. Fel- like I'm like look at the list of successful people. Everyone who are out here. successful. Look at the billion dollar industry that exists. Read the because, quotes. You know, it's just like look at the money. Look at the. Ba- so anyways, anyways, it 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 just kind of um, yeah. Like I I got to be a part of the of this. I I feel lucky that I got to see what it was. Yeah. And I'm not just someone who had who didn't who just is new now and I'm a pretty girl on the internet smoking weed and like take, cause here's the thing, like and, and people ask me for advice and I'm just like, I don't really, I'm not like, I don't want to get, you know, like, unless you ask me, I don't want to like give it, but it's like, just find a way to give back to the plant. That's like all I would ask of you. Like find a way to like make it about the plant and not about the money and like educating people. Be original. Like, you, you, exactly. And be original. And like if they have a passion for take, what you're doing. Don't take from it. You know, like don't like you know what I mean? Like don't just just or yeah. whatever. But there are gonna just be people like that and there's a place for them too. It's like I can't deny but their you know, existence. They're, gonna, they're in everywhere. They're gonna be out here but uh you know the the cream rises. The culture vultures no I don't know. We're all culture cream. vultures of something, I think. 
I mean, yeah, growing up, but, you know, now being older, you understand what you like and you know what you do like and you don't like. I'm sure there's food that you know you absolutely yeah. don't like live, live in life. There's people that you meet and you're like, yeah, I'm just not fucking with their vibes. When you're younger, you know, you trust everybody. Everyone's cool. Everyone's fun. But well, then you don't you have learn. a choice. You have to go to school with these people every yeah. day. It's like working in an office. <laughs> it's, it's forced. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I think we actually officially met was uh, I was on your podcast. Yep. Uh, not Olivia. the one you're doing now, because you got a whole podcast you're yep. doing now. Different one. Uh, com- co- uh, chronic <laughs> relief is what you're doing now, right? Yes. But you had one. It, it was on. Uh, it was nut. What was it? The Bud or Bud, Bud formerly Budfeed podcast. Yeah, yeah. Budfeed. You and Olivia mm-hmm. and I Olivia pulled Olivia Alexander. Yeah, shout out to her. Kush she was Queen. an OG shout as out. well. Yes. I had her on my panel. I hope so. We were talking about uh, social media marketing and just. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, yeah, her and her man were killing it. Yeah, they really. Um, they're just icons to me as far as on the marketing side of the industry and really you know like um like i was like at the baby of the tail and they're like the middle you know yeah. like juniors you know like and then like the people above them are like the seniors the people like i look at dr dina as like the uh, like an og 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 you know like i look at her as just like if there was like a mount cushmore like her face would be one of the faces <laughs> who's and your then- mount cushmore that's four I mean, people, right? Yeah, I guess her, Snoop Dogg, Tommy Chong, and I don't know. Obama? <laughs> no, someone like, uh, I don't know, Jack Bob Marley. or something. Yeah, Bob Marley. Jack Hare's like a good one. Yeah. I like Jack Hare. Yeah, he like, should be up there. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, well, I would depends, definitely yeah. have Dr. Dina on there. Like, as a woman, she needs to be, like, as a person, but, like, definitely to represent. Yeah, I'm sure the road has been hard, too, being a female, because I know uh, uh, cannabis was a huge male-dominated well, space, and uh, you were out here just on the internet doing your comedy side of things. Well, uh, but that was also, like, on a side note, what I was kind of plays back to like what I was saying before it's like now that it's legal like everyone talks about weed so it doesn't feel as special like it kind of feels not hack like if, if you're gonna wake like everyone's kind of made the basic meme weed jokes I feel like those are so redundant now on the internet it's like give us your Dan Lamore he's a really funny comedian like you guys should follow him and he oh, he talks about weed a lot and tweets about it but his his are like unique stories and experiences and like jokes that are like yeah that like you know like that's that actually happened to him it's not just like a one-liner dumb like weed is dope you know like <laughs> or whatever it's <laughs> just like he he's a cool a, a good follow yeah. so yeah it, it's way different now it's a very saturated market i remember when i first started the podcast in 2009 uh you know it was just like me and there was this one other show in colorado that were doing it uh weed shows and yeah, you but you're an OG like in the as I'm, as like I'm the grandpa. original podcast like that's what I'm saying it's like Adams a junior Now there's a thousand podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that and like exactly when and I started Bud great. when I teamed up with Olivia for Budfeed um there was no really like female you know shows or co-hosted weed podcast and we just started interviewing people we admired and respected and looked up to in the industry and we had what? you on and we had I feel special Lane. now we had you and Jonathan on hey, hey. Um, oh yeah top tree top tree yeah so uh i've seen you i think what it was is you made oh, a wait, bunch of and then memes. i started and then okay so okay. i started making these memes and i started working with Olivia we created the podcast and i also met Lane at top tree and started hey. working with them years ago so like yeah, through my I, memes account. I actually stole a meme from Yeah, Wolfie. that's how exa- same thing happened with Olivia. And, like, that's how we met. She tracked me down. And I was like, who is this person? I blocked her. <laughs> yeah. And, same, uh, thing, same thing I think with Olivia, too. 
and then, that's how you meet people on the internet at first initially, back in the day. Always on credit Instagram. the content. Yeah, and then I heard Tommy Chong reposted one of your memes. Well, that's really initially how it got started. Was he started reposting like whoever ran his account started reposting my content. Were they tagging you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. At least they were giving you credit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like you know, it's not like directly. It's not like Tommy Chong is on his phone, like directly not tagging these people. Like he has people under him working for him. I don't even think he's aware of like right or cares. He got and, a like, marketing team that he hired. Yeah, probably. like yeah. like I don't think like I, I'm here defending you, Tommy. Like no, <laughs> your he's like, your honor. He's no. like seventy. So but he's like a, yeah, he's like he. It's not him. He's you know. He only does a TikTok. Does he have yeah. a TikTok? No, no, I'm just kidding. He probably does, though. Yeah. He, he shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so when did you actually start doing comedy? Because according to these uh, uh, researchers, you started at, like, eight? Eight years old? <laughs> you started no. uh, on stage in Las Vegas? I Bob loves drama? Well, I did after-school drama as a kid. I did plays. I was um, in, like, a private, like, You're drama like, I'm group. doing entertainment. This is my and life. And then I did improv as a kid. But, like, stand-up, I didn't get into, like, that form of comedy um, until three years ago. I started when I was 29. And, what? Uh, yeah, fell in love with it. And you just started, like, this is it? Well, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I worked, like, after, um, I've worked since I was 15. Like, I worked, you know, in Vegas, uh, uh, restaurants. I worked at, in hospitality in college. Like, I, you know, served, bartended. Um, I got corporate jobs all in my 20s. And then, like, I started work. I moved out here to L.A. Um, I went to school in Vermont. Then I transferred from Vermont to D.C., I went to school there for a year. Smoked so much Jack Herrera. In D.C.? So much. That's like the only strain I, for some reason, got. And I got, it was honestly the best. I got so high. I had, a good Jack Herrera is good. It's hard Jack, to find yeah, it, yeah. Hair, sorry. And then um, I, hair, then, Herrera, hair, and then I, R.I.P. I realized it was too fucking cold in D.C. as well after doing two years in Vermont and also Fast. a year in Utah. I was like, I'm gonna finish up school, my studies, what my parents wanted. It's like a good Jewish girl down <laughs> in Florida, Boca Raton specifically. And I smoked so much weed there as well, like literally. Like, um, yeah, I got my higher do education. Do you have a favorite? What's your favorite strain? Uh, anything gas. Like, I mean, like gas, also. Gas, gas, gas. Uh, I just I love so many different strains. Like, just anything that tastes good, what gets me really high. Usually indicas, right. OGs. Okay. Yeah. Rachel push. walks into a, a shop and mm-hmm. there's weed on the shelf. What are you looking at first? Are you looking at the Jack? You're looking at the OG? You're looking at oh, the I'm exotics? I'm looking at the OG and the Skywalker. exotics. What? Yeah, Skywalker for sure. The L-O-G. I want the Skywalker. Um, there's this, I like the Mac 1. Like, hey. It's a Mac 1 OG. Like, I, you know, I'm, I don't really like, I'm not into like the gelatos so much. Like I'm more of like the Kush and the Skywalker. The, the heavy highs. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite way to smoke? Um, I mean, I like the joints for the taste, but like I'm trying to get off the blunts. I've been trying. That's a way, that's like a, a detour way of saying blunts are your favorite. Blunts are my favorite, but like. You, why don't you say that? You're just mad that people because are I, like, I've just oh, been that's unhealthy. You're, well, no, I just, I took, a, I took some time off and like in the past couple of days I've been treating myself. Two blunts. Yeah. Again. How do you uh, uh, handle trolls? Because I'm sure you get people in your comments talking I do. shit all um, day. Well, my first approach is try to be funny. Um, 
because sometimes that just like wins them over. Because if you can be, because uh, like you know, I'm funny and <laughs> like they're probably not professionally funny, so I probably have like a better combat. You know, the whatever. Wit, the wit is if better. I care to. Um, but also sometimes just like for the most part, ignore it. Like take the engagement. Thank you. But it's you. like I, blow my kiss with the lily. Or just like yeah, don't engage because. You know, like, I got so many really good comments. But there's always going to be, like, <laughs> one troll or a couple trolls. Yeah. Because yeah. you do have a, a degree in marketing. I do. And uh, you are certified. You got are verified on Instagram. You got the blue check. You got the uh, <laughs> Rachel. You got the two pages, right? You got your meme page. I have two pages, but one, yeah, I got verified on my what? comedy page. I know. I'm legit. I'm legit. How did that? Were you like, What? Well, it was like bitches. My rate went up. I went like I went through the. <laughs> I went. Th- I I did like because like anyone can apply to be verified on Instagram, and like I did it a couple times because I was just like maybe because I have press out about me like people written articles and like right. I've asked people I'm like you know how do you get ver and like what is the what are the qualifications I'm like I have all these things. What are the qualifications? Um, I think you have to have like press. Um, you have to be like a. a like I don't know, it just like you have. Lane, to, do you do you know how to get verified? Seven. There's seven. a couple different ways, or you can like pay people. I don't know, but like I just like prefer to go through the legitimate. We don't, we don't talk about the paying people. <laughs> yeah. Thing. But yeah, seven seven articles of uh, major press. Major press, yeah. national press. Correct. Okay. Yeah, but like because I have seven articles, but they're all weed magazines. So what? They Google. They have to be mainstream. You they're have not to be mainstream. mainstream. They're like local. Okay. Articles. You write for Playboy, right? What? And different big pet publications. Haven't you written for Playboy? No, I, no, no, Wolfie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I have legit. Um, I've written for Playboy. I've written for High Times. Um, I've been in Forbes. My uh, podcast been written up in Forbes. What? Uh, so like, yeah, I have like legit. Legit, bitch. Yeah, Mary Jane wrote my first like legit press article because they're verified, I think. And um, High Times, like I I've worked with all these companies, and then um, I just like. One day I was in New York and I woke up and I saw it said Instagram has verified your account and I it gave me and I like was like am I dreaming like am I high <laughs> is this real and they they gave it to me they said decided I was a legitimate person I was like can we, I was like okay thanks for the blue check mark but can we make it green for branding they haven't gone back to me you though. know you can't put a check mark in your name on that part where it says type your name. Yeah. All, all the check mark emojis. They, they don't used work. to fake uh, bl- verif- like blue checks doing that. Yeah, yeah. Used to, oh, that's how they did it. Yeah, there yeah. are people that had it, but now you can't hilarious. use any of the checks. Yeah, yeah. You can't use a regular check. You can't use like the. That's just hilarious to me. I'm so glad they. They did put that. it on the top now. I worked really hard to get that fucking legitimacy. No, that validation. No, you're good. You're good. So now you got this uh, podcast, Chronic Relief. You do. What is what is that? You just get comedians on. Mm. You get everybody on. I saw. I saw my uh, one of my really good friends, Laganja Estranja. Yes. On the show. Love Laganja. Um, no, I'd love to have you on. It's not just. I mainly get comedians, but it's like really people, entertainers, interesting people. Um, and I have them come on and just like talk about weed and um, mental health and kind of like how that plays a role in our lives because I really feel like that's kind of a taboo topic. That doesn't really get talked about. It and is. It is like self-medicating. It's like when people take vitamins or they take like fish oil or they take mm-hmm. all these. That's like what cannabis is. You're just taking. Yeah. And it helps you in ways you might not even know. I 
realize it helps me with patience because there's a lot of stupid people out here. And when I'm <laughs> high, it's just like, all right, cool, whatever. Well, mental health is also such a huge part of the cannabis community now that it's becoming, uh, you know, what it is, like where the culture is going and it's coming from a place of self-care. I mean, they even label the weed now instead of strains. It's all labeled. Calm, How do you want to feel? Relax. Yeah. So Creative. Exactly. It's it's less Chill. of like, you know, about the culture and more tailored to the experience. And like that is there is a place for that on some level. You know, I always say that if there are brands that existed before uh, Prop 64, before it went wreck, if there was a brand that was around two years, three years or more before that, they have the good weed. Anyone else out here is not like uh, really killing it. I miss Hepburns. Did you ever know that brand? What were those pre rolls? Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know what I love? I love these loaded. Any investors should definitely look into them too. Where's that box? You take the box. Oh, here's the box. Can, we, see can I have another one of those? What? I need another blunt, a loaded blunt. Where's our friend? You need blunts? Here, I got I you here. There's one right here. Thank you. But you still got one. It's still smoking. I know, but I'm going to move on to that. Are you just like a regular smoker? Is this like an all-day thing? Are you, are S. Lane, we'll, we'll go and like smoke Mad Blunts in a row. Yeah, I'll go pick up some weed, stop by Wolfie's on the way home, and then have to go pick up weed again. So, <laughs> Facts. You know. So it's regular for you. Mm-hmm. Are you a, a get-high-anywhere type of person? Like wherever I'm at, I'll smoke weed? For the Wh- most part. Where's the craziest place you smoked that you can think of? Mm. Cirque du Soleil Green Room. What? In mm-hmm. Vegas? Yeah. Damn, for, you got the plug. I was opening for this amazing headliner, Felipe Esparza. I love him. Shout, Shout out, out to him. Check him out on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Showtime. He's that big Latino man. Yeah, he's like a mentor of mine, and he loves weed. And he had a show there, and I got a chance to open for him. And we were in the Mystere green room. And you know the mask, like from, what's that movie, uh, Knocked Up? You know how they take mushrooms and they go and watch them stare and the baby. And it's like that costume is sitting there and I'm like tripping my what? fucking. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this is wild. Who lit up? Me. You broke the ice? Oh, no. Yeah, we all lit up. We oh. all had like different. We were all you know, passing a bunch around. Sometimes you go to a place and everyone's just waiting for that one person. No, no, no. no. We start. all had weed. Like we were all rolling up mad joints. Like Felipe's it was dope. like, let's do this, fool. What? Yeah. <laughs> let's get high. He's dope. I really respect him he's a great comedian so where can people like because i see you've been you've been you opened up for him across the country you've done a lot of shows you local to la are you performing regularly i live in la um and i oh i perform all over i'm going to vegas this weekend um for super bowl weekend is the super bowl weekend hey. oh shit i gotta like fucking big you better prepare yeah holy fuck it must be crazy growing up. It must be crazy growing up in Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. especially with the strip right there, because everyone goes to Vegas for the strip. And I know Vegas is very big. It's not Vegas is big. It's not the, just the strip. It's now becoming a sports town. Like we got a hockey team. We're a getting the champion, Raiders. A championship hockey yeah. team. Yeah. You got the Raiders coming there next year. Yeah, we're like such a we're like such a sports town now. It's really cool. I mean, we kind of always we always, we had the Rebels, we had the um college teams and stuff. Rebels. Yeah, UNLV. <laughs> but but um, like this is a different level. This like is professional. the stadium you you drive into Vegas and the stadium looks like a spaceship. It's like right there too. Yeah, it's so giant. It's right when you it's crazy. You can see it flying in too. <laughs> you just see it. Yeah, you can probably see it from space. Are you going? Are you going to go to any of the games? 
I hope so. Are you going to get the uh, box sweets the and hot box smoke sweets? up? Are, Can you smoke up there? Well, so it's legal. It's recreational in Vegas. Honestly, right? it's well, crazy ha- that they don't have a 420-friendly part. Like, honestly, well, they, the, I would help the Raiders fans. So like, you, they want the Raiders fans to be high, not drunk. Let's be real. Chill. Do you think... Uh, they will have a smoking section where you can consume cannabis in uh, Las Vegas at the game since it's recreational. I, I know hope sometimes so. out here, like it's not really allowed, but it's just kind of tolerated. Like everyone kind of just ignores it, you know? Yeah. Certain venues are cool. But yeah, like I feel like as long as you're not obvious, they're not going to fuck with you. But like, but I've been to the Staples Center. More in Center. Vegas, though, they will fuck with you. I've been to the Staples Center yeah. a bunch of times. And they have the upstairs smoking section, the over the overlook for uh, cigarettes uh, to smoke, and you could smoke up there, and they don't really fuck with you if you're smoking vape pens or joints or blunts. Wow! And I had red coats walk by me, and nothing. It's like, yeah, because they probably have a blunt waiting for them and in just the car uh, after. Staple Center, real quick. Uh, it's crazy what happened this past weekend uh, with the the helicopter yeah. in Calabasas. I drive by the exit. It's Ugh. gonna be crazy. It's gonna be different every so time. So sad. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, with Kobe and his daughter and everyone else on the helicopter, it was crazy what happened. And I think yeah. L.A. just took a big hit. Uh, I just want to say rest in peace to everybody. Uh, lots of prayers. For sure. I'm sure Vanessa's going through some crazy shit right now and all the other families. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. L.A. like felt it. I went to the city on Sunday because I still do my events and uh, you could feel it in the air. It's just it still is like I had a dog. It's named, like an earthquake. I had a dog named Kobe growing up. What? Yeah. Like, I loved Kobe. That was hard for me. I played basketball from... Basketball was a huge part of my life from fifth grade up until my first two years of college. Like, a lot of people... I don't think that... That's, like, one thing people don't know about me. But, yeah, like, I... <laughs> you were athletic? Oh, hells yeah. I played, like, in high school. I was... You were was, on the team? Yeah. What position? Uh, I was forward. What? Yeah. Were you good? Did you Yeah, I was good at defense. Did you get on the all-star team? There was no all-star team. I was JV. <laughs> You but yeah, to varsity. No, because I got sent to that school. Oh yeah, and you started. But then smoking weed. in college, I played on the team there, but it wasn't like a NCAA team. It was just like a small school so that let's, played. Let's have fun in New England. But yeah, you I, still play? Do you still? Cr- I I haven't played in like a year. I played like a pickup game, but it's like <laughs> I would get hurt. I would break bones. So. And I don't. I don't want to break bone. I, I'm a performer. You're just I don't like want a to be, rough player. Why would you break? You're aggressive. You're like you're get. You're yeah, competitive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm. I'm gonna I'm defense. win. I mean, you're like yeah. Dennis Rodman, like elbows and. Oh, fists. I'm defense. I'm. I'm get like, off me, yeah. bitch. I played. So yeah, I I and like growing up in Vegas, that was the thing. You know, before we had all these pro sports teams, like we would, I would just like identify with LA teams, and so like I was a big Lakers fan. My dad played. My dad was from the Valley. Grew A-1-8. up. Grew up uh, playing basketball for uh, Grant High School. Hey. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he took me to a Lakers exhibition game where I got to see Kobe live because I loved Kobe. I have a Kobe jersey. Like, you know, it it just, I really, like, everyone has their Kobe story. And it's like, that was like a celebrity death that, like, really hit. It hit a lot of people. You know? It was super unexpected. Yeah. Just so tragic like that's the way why it every, make every blunt count. What? I'm still going to yell Kobe. I saw Always. that shit. For sure. You see the classrooms, the students that were doing it when they walked oh, into the class? They all threw yes. it. That's cute. Literally. Yeah, I saw this video today that I just woke up crying. I was like, why'd you show this to me, man? 
Yeah. Someone tagged me in it. I'm like, come on, are you? This is how you're starting. But it actually was a good day. So it was hard to do Instagram for the like. He's, oh, he's man, making it's this still, all better. It's like I know, but it's like still like I wish I could mute it. I'm like mute the yeah. pain. It's crazy. He is bringing a lot. I mean, that did bring a lot of people closer. I had people call me that didn't really. My mom, <laughs> my mom and my sister, like you know, we had, and then we had a dog named Magic. So damn, like mm. your fans. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So, uh, uh, chronic relief. Yes. So, uh, you got, you do it. What do you do it out of? Is that at the comedy store? It's out at the comedy store. Damn. Yeah. We just had, we had, we had, I've had some good guests. I've had Doug Benson, Jeff Garland, Jim Belushi, um, Laganja. Hey. One day, Adam Ill. What? I don't know if I'm ready to be on that list. Well, get on the list. Is that, is that, <laughs> uh, uh, since it's at the comedy store, do you get like, Comedians that are just random that come in. You're like, hey, I'm doing a show. You want to come on? And, um, no, and- I pre like ask guests, but okay. yeah, I find that it's just a good meeting place. People like to meet there. It's convenient for a lot of the comedians that I have on. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. And where can people find that? Is that uh, it's on? We're now on YouTube. We're on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you can pretty much stream it. What? Or not stream it, but like, yeah. YouTube. Get it. And Instagram, Facebook. And everywhere. Yeah. So uh, you're out here, born in Vegas. I'm learning a lot from you, uh, Rachel Wolfie. Born in Vegas. Yeah. uh, Been across the country, uh, found out comedy and cannabis is life. It's life. And how does it feel to just be able to make a living doing what you love? Because I know a lot of people would love to get a paycheck off their passion. And it looks like that's what you're doing. You're living that life. I mean, I just feel like it's it's kind of like you only get one shot at this. So for me, it's I try. I think like growing up, you're just kind of you do what you're told. And at a certain point. You got point, no choice. Did yeah. you get a bat mitzvah? Did you have a bat mitzvah? I did. Yeah. Did you want to have a bat mitzvah? I didn't have a choice. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you just do what you're told. You don't know what you get. You don't even realize what you have until you get old. You know, like your 20s, it's like you're an idiot. And now in your 30s, you're like, shit, like, okay, this is what I've got. Like, this is what I'm going to have. And, like, how do I make either the best of it or how did I make the worst of it? I was an idiot, you know? And, like, you can't, like, blame anyone. You can't even blame your parents at a certain point. You just got to, like you know, work with what you have. And I think, like, for me, uh, I realized at a certain point, like, doing what, you know, even the closest people expected me, which my parents worked these, like, you know, very, uh, you know, certain type of jobs, and I didn't want to be in that field. <laughs> I get you know? your whole family, your sister too, right? Yeah, she got- sister. And At least you got the the support though, right? If anything happens, you're like, "Yo, y'all, y'all ready?" <laughs> I'm smoking legal cannabis. And uh, if with by me. support you mean like they've straight up told me that if anything happens, like if I got arrested, that not to call them. Damn. <laughs> They're like, so yeah, I wouldn't even like honestly. I, there's like, I probably call you, Adam. 
Hey, top, you got, you got I top call tree Lane. On, there you go. I'm like, we're, I, we're if coming, I get one Vegas, phone call, I'm like, Google Top Tree. <laughs> yeah. Google Top <laughs> Tree. You, and at Adam Ill. You, you get one DM. Just like, you know, I'll get one DM and one phone call if they're going to you I guys. I think they still give you like a dial I go to my Jewish uh, my Jewish weed family before I go to my actual. You are family. receiving a DM. I think yeah. You get, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a from collect local, call from a pay phone that you get a call for. I don't think you get the internet calls in jail. Well, you're gonna be someone's gonna be sending me smoke, sending smoke signals <laughs> on my behalf. Just blowing a little, making it happen. Follow the blunt smell. So, what's next for uh, Wolfie? What we got planned for 2020? What, what's exciting? I got a lot of things planned. Cause I seen like you got these crazy photo shoots you're posting now. You're out here like like model comedian content, yo. It's the year of the content. No, um. That term is, uh, it's a joke. But I see you and you have a, your your friend. Uh, Wineshank. Wineshank. Princess Wineshank. Yeah. Yeah, Shank. my girl, comedian. Yeah, you Sarah guys are Wine doing Shank. like little photo shoots. Cheech yeah. And Chong, yeah. And you guys are re- Shank and Wolfie. Big photo shoot. Big photo shoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People still be talking about it. No, um, yeah, it's just about creating content and keeping it fresh and kind of Emily ha- having new. One? Emily Eisen. Yeah. yeah, shout out to her. She's a great photographer. And um, shout out to Kush Queen, who sponsors our shoots. And, and like, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's all about creating content that people enjoy and bring a new perspective or at least bring a new, um, I don't know, twist to a... And also give ode to where we've come from. Yeah, shout out real quick. Uh, I don't think... These- Guys got enough love, and I try to say it every show to uh, all the growers out there. Real talk. Because yeah. without you guys, none of us would be oh. smoking weed or getting high. You know, a cool moment from last year was I got to host the Bud Tender Awards. Hey, and like that big host. And I really, really think it's a cool event because these award shows, some of them pop up. It's like we don't need another cannabis award show. We need uh, a fun to get people of color out of prison. Uh, you know, we need you know funding for these small mom and pop brands to exist. Like we need resources in other ways. Like we don't need another event, but like I really do love the Bud Tender Awards because this event particularly like gives back to the people at the front lines of the new generation of the industry. But also those are the ones who are representing the growers who have given their lives and are selling the product. You know, and like we really do We're need to pay attention illegal. to the growers and like the people. You know, selling the product and on the front lines and re-educating. You know, you know the people who are purchasing and. Yeah, it's really important. We, the growers, I'm glad you said that. All of them. If you got one plant or 100 plants or 100 lights or 100,000 acres, uh, appreciate all you guys. And, and the whole team, too. The trimmers, the uh, packagers, the drivers, the uh, butt tenders, everyone that makes it happen. Even, you know, I'll shout out the funders, too, because they some, some shout out pay. to the Shout out to the guy who's getting the weed lube tested on him. What? You're R&D. the real MB- you're the real MVP. The R and D. So what can one expect when they see a comedy set from uh, Wolfie? Uh, well, I hope that you laugh. Um, I'm probably gonna be high. Assume that, and uh, I don't know. You know, it just depends. Different show, different day. You never know what you're gonna get. You the know? Mood. Yeah. You smoke in every green room you're in. Not every green room, but there's a lot of green rooms. <laughs> What? That have been smoked in. Yeah. It's always good. You're just backstage. You're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm lighting up. Let me, yeah. Let me pull one out. Pause. Well, I try, We, you know, like, always be respectful, you know? Always keep courtesy. What are the the house rules? 
I think in green rooms, there are no rules. You could just kind of, if you're the performer. If I'm with the headliner and he's smoking or they're smoking, I'm definitely smoking. But like. You're the one headlining now, though, right? No, hey. not, not headlining yet. Very much featuring still. But yeah, I'm very much still a baby comedian learning. Has there from been the greats. a stage you've been on performing, like when they have a couple of comedians lined up and there was an, a, a comedian that was sharing the stage with you on one night and you're like, what? Holy. Like a holy fuck moment? Um, a holy fuck moment. I mean... Like, there used to be a, a comedy little little hash lounge in the valley a long time ago, and we had a little stage, and we used to have comedians come in and perform. Yeah. And some holy well, fuck moments were like an Anthony Jezelneck, and I was like, oh, shit, this fool's right well, here. Leslie Jones was in there. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I got to... Uh, I did... Kevin Nealon has this show at the Laugh Factory, and I loved Weeds. Like, I was such a huge Weeds fan, and obviously SNL. And Kevin Nealon had me on his show. It was New Material Night, so I got to do a set, and he has an interview after where he did a one-on-one, which was, like, a really cool... um, Kevin Nealon? Yeah. He's the uh, Grandma's Boy dude, right? The one that ran the... He's a legend. Yeah, leads and also uh, <laughs> Uncle Joey love Joey Coco Diaz what? been on his podcast. Yeah, the guy who loves edibles. He loves edibles. He calls everyone a motherfucker. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. give me yeah. a thousand milligrams. He must have him. to eat a lot of edibles now because everything's just ten milligram servings. And I know he used to get the big dose edibles. It's so crazy with regulations now how they just have. A lock on everything. I visited a grow room the other day, and everything's marked. Everything has the fucking manifest. You have to track everything from seed to sale. Woo. The stems are barcoded. Barcoded. Everything. The whole plant. Everything. Like, this is this. This is this. This is what this yield. It's just the rules are crazy now, and I feel like the the quality of cannabis went from like you know craft small rooms like people used to just have eight lighters and they just put so much love and passion into what they were growing and you could tell and now it's just kind of a mass produced product and there's yeah, certain brands that you are taste it. it's corporate it's just not the same mm-hmm. love and passion it's just it just became a, a, a industry yeah for real and, and just wait till it becomes uh, till they reschedule it and whatever it becomes hopefully it's not schedule two because that's pharmaceutical and then we're all fucked but if they do just uh, schedule three then uh, you'll see a nationwide uh, how many corporate brands are going to come in and just make the price of everything just bloop. Hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully, but the quality is going to, I mean, it's going to, I compare it to wine a lot. There's always going to be an alternative market. Yeah, there's there, uh, there's always going to be the traditional market, but once it becomes easily available and it's quality, I don't think, you know, people are, it's more convenient to just go to the store than to just find a random pop-up where you can get it. Can you hear my ASMR? Yeah, you eat. What are mm. you eating? Would you like a pretzel M&M? What? I'll try one. I agree. Um, but yeah. I think it's definitely different now, and mm-hmm. I don't really like it, but this is what they voted for. This is what we voted for. That is what's happening, so uh, just wait till it becomes uh, federally legal and all the companies are going to have their weed it's just like wine. Like, you could get a $2 box of wine, or you could get, like, a $2,000 bottle of wine. You can get, like, the weed claw. Depending on what you want. It's like the white claw of weed. Weed claw? You already weed have claw. that? You better TM that. <laughs> no, I'm good. Somebody weed claw. 
it's going to happen. It's going to be drinks and weed and yeah. concentrate and CBD and... And... San Pelagonja. And... Suppository. Oh, God. And... Weed suppository. If you... If there's a hole... There, you can that you can put. They will find a way to medicate it. You can if you if you if you have a hole, they will medicate it. They will medicate it, however you want to take it. I mean, they have it now. I've seen fucking suppositories. <laughs> suppositories. You're, you're positive about yeah, it. A hundred percent. I've seen them on the shelves. I've seen people do uh, market research. You have one right now. I put it in before the show. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Rachel Wolfson, Wolfie Memes, out here. Comic or chronic relief out now. Check it out on uh, all platforms. All platforms. You got video of it, too, on the YouTubes? I just started dropping YouTube. It's Year of the Content. I'm trying to get on your level, Adam Mill. My level? I'm trying to get I'm on trying your to be, level. I'm trying to be Adam Jill. It, what? <laughs> Uh, hey, it's 2020, year of the content, year of collabs, year of crossovers. Yeah. Year of positivity, year of Zelth. Sh- shout out. Zelth? That's what Olivia Alexander said. What's so. Zelth? I don't know. Health, wealth, Zelth. Zelf. New levels, positivity. Damn, new words. We out here adding to the vocabulary. How you feeling over there, Lane? I'm high as fuck. You look high. Oh. You just- He's loaded. Shout out. Nah. Loaded. Ah. Hey. Uh, shout out to, uh, speaking of Loaded, shout out to Loaded. You can get them in your stores. Also, shout out to L.A. Kush and that L.O.G. is another fresh drop. Check it out. We got uh, uh, the Diamonds just got released, too. We got the Concentrates and the Flowers, L.A. Kush, and all your favorite shops, but uh, most importantly at HQ, 5470 Valley Boulevard. Uh, can I tell people where to follow me on my Instagram? Yeah, you could do all that. I was going to get to it. Oh, I thought you left me out. No, I'm Come on, I'm, I'm, just I'm all about sharing and, and getting it out there because I'm sure people watch me. They're like, who the fuck is this chick that you got on here, Adam? Like, what? Adam Jill. And then I'm letting them know the fucking fellow tribe members out here killing it. Had a little, you know, had some obstacles in your life. I learned a lot. They prescribed you at a young age and you're like, by no choice. You're just like, eat this. And you're like, all right, fuck it. Basically. Do you still take any pills or you're just like, fuck it, cannabis is. Came off of it when I was 24. All that stuff. And then you're just, just daily weed, consumption. Exercise, positivity. So what's the what's their at? What's your socials? Uh, at Wolfie Comedy. Hey. At Wolfie Memes. Hey. Uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But it's really, Wolfie IE. IE. But really I'm on Instagram and Twitter the most. I see. You do a, a little a little uh you take your tweets and then you repost them on Instagram and I feel like those At Wolfie memes, yeah. Or oh yeah, on Wolfie Comedy. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel about that? Don't you do that? I mean, you inspire me. I go to my old Facebook posts yeah, and I'm like, you yo, should. I posted this back in two thousand twelve oh, and it's still relevant. Let's I'm telling you, you should honestly okay, like I fucked up with Twitter. I didn't use it. I started an account like two thousand nine well, and think I never about, used no, it. No, 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 no. Get back on Twitter one. It's weird. I don't know. It's fucking it's, crazy. it's not weird. But you should use Twitter as a it tool, okay. and then you should repost your old content because you have so many different followers now who haven't seen that content. It'll still be new. I just got to meme it now. Yeah, just... I just got to put the little writing on it. Do you yeah. do all that yourself? Is that your creativeness? You're just I like, write every day. Twitter is the, like, form that I use, like, one of the forms that like I the use. Outlet. It's a short form. Because, um, like, I memes was, like, a way that I got into stand-up and into writing, and that, like, also, um, so there's, like, different 
forms of it. There's, you know, writing, performing, doing the writing and the performing together, like whatever. And so working all those different muscles. But yeah, like and you got to memorize all that shit. Damn. But it's like those are my thoughts, you know, so it's natural. Yeah, I mean, like you have the order and like putting things and like working a set. Yeah, you, you have vibe to work with the at crowd. It. I'm taking notes because they got me hosting a comedy show in summer, and I'm like, yo, I've never done this shit. And he's like, you'll be good. You host shit. I'm like, I don't host well, comedy it's shows. Different. Yeah. It's, it's different. It's different. I'll be up there like, uh. Because you are a good host. This, I know, and comedy is way different. Well, you should go. Well, if you want to get comfortable, more comfortable, start going to some open mics just to like. Well, I feel like this is my open mic. <laughs> just one. What? Hi. <laughs> I'm Adam. No, I'm um, like, yeah. <laughs> just have, honestly, just have fun. Just be yourself. You know. Remember shit I've said, but write yeah. it down. I don't write shit yeah. down. I just live life. Yeah. Look at people in the eye. Try and connect. Engage. Yeah. Be in the moment. Talk to them. Talk feel them. Shit. Yeah. All right. I got yeah. it. Feel I'm it gonna out. see that shit. At Wolfie memes. At Wolfie comedy. Yeah. At Everywhere else, comic relief. At- that was a quick ass hour. I learned a lot. Wow, that went by so fast. Yeah, we're already there. It's, I hear the music. That means Andrew's like, "Yo, bro, it's an hour, dog." <laughs> They're like, "We have to vacuum, air vacuum this out." Yeah, yeah, we smoke it. We, the- we keep it lit. We keep it the lit. Crew comes in. But thank you for coming. Thanks I, for having me. I, I can't wait to see your stand up. Hell's yeah! I can't wait to hear about your show. Where's your? Uh, where's the next time you're performing? You got a list? Uh, I just post it on Instagram. I'm okay. not like, uh, I'm not like, you know, on that level yet of organization. Go so. check her out. Watch her shows. I don't know when you're going to listen to this either. It's a podcast, so it might be two years from now. Who knows what the fuck it you'll could. be doing. You know, by the time <laughs> you guys edit it, it could be, you know. You know, you're going to blow up this year. And they're going to like, you're going to type in your name and SEO. You'll show up on this podcast and everyone will be watching that I shit. I want you to know, like, that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm telling you. We're... Shout out to Lane at hey. Top Tree at Smoke in the Building. I feel like I got two marketing meme legends out here, and it's great to be Highly honored. Appreciate all y'all for tuning in wherever you're at. uh, In your car or at home or in the grow room or wherever the fuck you watch us. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Hayes Radio. We out here. You already know the highest host. You know where to find me. Bye. Don't forget about my popcorn. I forgot my popcorn. No, you're good. This Saturday in Topanga Mall. The flavor release, flavor drop. What a peño's in your mouth. Let's go. Saturday, Topanga Mall, 5 p.m. Let's go. She said she'd never turn on me. You lied to me. What you do? You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.